Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Famous Cast Conversations. Oh, wow. Famous. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jeremy. And as always, I'm joined by the feeling better than me, Phil. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little under the weather today. And so Phil's... Uh, Jeremy's always under the weather, though, to be honest. Yeah, my, my immune system uh, and I just don't get along, apparently. Yeah. I, I feel like <clears throat> every time there's something going around, I just get it. And then I had it lingers so long. <laughs> Link, Link, if I was if I was a superhero, they'd call me Linger Man, I think. All right, Phil, and without Phil's further ado, the, dead look, the deadpan look—he didn't like that one. No, it wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> without further ado, uh, today's guest on our show is Caroline, who worked at Pecos Bill in her college program. So uh, a new thing Jeremy wants to do is say. Uh, what what is it? I, was... oh, I thought I thought it was funny when I introduced Hannah as Photo Pass Hannah. So today we've got Pecos Bill Caroline. So <laughs> welcome to the the episode, Pecos Bill Caroline. Hi. Good to have you here. Um, this is actually funny. Hannah was my roommate. Um. Oh really? Hannah Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt... Oh no way. Hannah, or Hannah from Be Our Guest was my roommate. Oh, Hannah oh, be our Hannah. guest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a couple of Hannahs on. Bog Hannah. Bog, Bog Hannah. Yeah. Um, I, I, it was Heisdorf, right? I said I, I was going to say it wrong in the episode. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I thought so. I, I remember because it, it was so uh, peculiar, such a interesting last name. Yep, so were you, were you guys able to get pretty close over the program? Yeah, we... Um, we had um her one of her roommates because we had three in each room one of her roommates actually had this self-term um about a week and a half two weeks into the program and so we had another girl move into that room but yeah we all got kind of close that's awesome that, that kind of like makes the program uh, yeah it does my opinion it does if you're not close with your uh your work friends and then you're not close with your <laughs> roommates then it's kind of uh, you're you're all alone there. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's really uh, really sweet. Yeah, we had a we had a fun conversation with her. I, I enjoyed having her on. So that's cool now that we have uh, another one of the roommates. Yep. So, so I got I kind of want to start it off with the question with the question because we mentioned it to Caroline like when when I was messaging her on Instagram that we recently had kind of the joke question question that had to do with Pecos Bill. Yeah, so, I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> you haven't heard it yet? No. I'll let Jeremy ask it. Alright, so um, pretend with me that you and I are standing inside Pecos Bill. Right, right outside. Right outside the entrance. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. So we're standing right outside Pecos Bill. Where is the nearest restroom? Let's just say we're looking towards um, uh, Big Thunder. And you're I know this is a joke, <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking, like, I'm looking like kind of toward thunder. If you're just looking towards thunder, you're outside right Pecos Bill. Where's Pecos the nearest Bill. bathroom? Well, the the closest bathroom would be inside Pecos Bill. Oh, you got it. You're 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 a pro at this. You're making us look silly. Was yeah, that we... right? No, you're right. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> oh, do people, people not just forget that there's a Pecos Bill bathroom? Your your roommate your roommate Hannah did not get it. 
Well, it's funny because people would come up to me because it's right there in that hallway, you know. People would come yeah. up to me and say, where's the nearest restroom while looking at the restroom sign? <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, you're like right there, right next to you. Yeah, I thought that was a trick question, though. That's why it took me a minute because I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we... Um... Uh, I feel like people just forget about bath. There's there's a bathroom closer than you think everywhere in Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you're really so... never far from one. No, not at all. Um, so when you're at Pecos Bill, um, were you you were uh, I'm sure one of the people behind the register, or were you back, um, in the kitchen? I was well, I was front of house trained, um, but I wasn't behind the register because you have to be register trained for that, um. I was trained, and I think we counted them one day, and it's like 40-ish different positions. Like, there's so many different things that you can do. Um, I did work in the kitchen a couple of times when I did, like, prep, and I would make the um, pans of things to go on the, the condiment bar. So I'd make, like, the pans of cheese and lettuce and tomato and sour cream. And uh, you don't know torture until you've had to make 35 pans of sour cream to close. Uh-huh. Um, but most of the time I was front of house, just not behind the register. So I was in the dining rooms and behind the counter and at the bar and everything like that. Wait, when you say make sour cream, what do you mean by that? Okay, so we have a cooler on our back dock. So if you go um, backstage and then you go out of the back of the kitchen, we had a big cooler out there. And we would get these tubs of sour cream. And I don't know, like, the measurement of them, but the black pans that are in the fixing bar, like the long, skinny black pans, mm-hmm. um, it would take one and a half tubs of sour cream to fill up the pans. So you would have to, when you closed prep, because we had, like, a closing list and somebody, everybody was responsible for something. When you closed prep, you had to stock the prep the prep cooler and it had to have 35 sour cream and then it had to have like six tomato six lettuce a certain amount of cheese a certain amount of pico and salsa and stuff so i didn't make the sour cream i Mm. just prepared it in the the pans but it's still i actually liked prep because you kind of got away from everything and you were in the back room by yourself but you didn't like prep when you were behind (laughs) or when we were like having a busy day because those sour cream tubs like, I swear I still see them in my nightmares. They were terrible. <laughs> Did you, uh, so being a restaurant, was there a lot of cleanup at the end of the day, like making sure everything's sanitized yeah. and Closing whatnot? It was terrible. I only closed a couple of times, and which is really, really like rare for CPs. Most of the time, CPs are like the closing right. cast members because they're low men on totem pole. But I got so lucky, and I usually had um like 11 to 5 shifts or 10 to 4 shifts so i didn't have to close but maybe a couple times but yeah it's wash rinse sanitize everything and you have to do like a bunch of different protocols with the trash cans and the dining rooms and everything and so then we'd have a coordinator come check it and then the coordinator was then responsible for it and then the leader would come check it and then we could go home like it, it took forever to close that process. is a long process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my process was not as strict at, as that over at mini golf. A little more oh, laid back. <laughs> I, had to, I had to take down a camera. <laughs> no, it was, there was a huge closing list and everybody was on it and they would kind of do it by your out time. But 
if your out time was 11.15, you probably weren't going home at 11.15. (laughs) I mean, I was there after midnight one time. Um, And then we had, like, location close where some things are supposed to be done when the restaurant closes. And most of the time, if you were location closed, you got to go home at the right time. But otherwise, you were stuck forever. So speaking of location, did you ever pick up anywhere else? I never picked up anywhere, but Pecos and Tortuga Tavern over in Adventureland across from Pirates Mm. are actually like sister restaurants. We share the same back dock and um, Tortuga does have a kitchen, but it's really, really small. So a lot of times we would have people going back and forth and then our costume, the, the girl's costume for Pecos was the same at Tortuga so mm-hmm. we could go back and forth if we had to. And then um, the boys just have to take off their vest because you have to go from being like a cowboy to a pirate. But mm-hmm. most, of the time, <laughs> most of the time we would get scheduled for Pecos or Tortuga. I only got scheduled for Tortuga maybe two or three times. And I hated working in Tortuga. It was the worst. Why? Just, the kitchen and the counter area is so small compared to what I was used to at Pecos because Pecos um, is, first of all, when I was there, and I believe it still is, it was the uh, the busiest restaurant on property. And it and Cosmic Rays were kind of neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And the kitchen was huge. And so when I walked into Tortuga's kitchen, I felt like I was going to suffocate. Like it was just <laughs> so small and there were so many people. But then I actually got pulled to Aloha Isle one time um, when we were short-staffed. And I was about to go home. And one of the leaders came up to me and was like, I need somebody to help me. Is there a volunteer? And I was like, okay, I don't know what you need, but I'll help. And she <laughs> pulled me to Aloha. And I got to make hey hey cones for like three hours. So that was no 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 Dole Whips, though? I did make a few Dole Whips, but that was when hey hey cones were like, uh, everybody was getting them. Gotcha. Okay. All right, everyone, listen, listen up. I'm going to say it. Dole Whips are not that good. Are you serious? Wow. I'm going to say it. Wow. Have you had the the raspberry or the mango Dole Whips? I, I have not, but I will say I've had the Dole Whip and rum, and that's a lot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people the Dole, <laughs> the Dole Whip and rum is the surefire way to go. If you're Where do you Dole get Whip. that? Uh, I got at, it at the Polynesian. And you can get it at Disney Springs, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the raspberry and the mango Dole Whip, though, is really, really good. Okay, Dole, okay. I'll, I'll say this. Dole Whip is pretty good, but I don't think it's as good as everyone makes it up to seem. I don't know. It's. Have you had the one, like, the float that's got the pineapple juice in the bottom? Yeah, that's the best one. I don't yeah. think so. No, I think I just got the ice cream. We also have it where we serve it like on a, a pineapple upside down cake, which is pretty good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it was it was always good. And then they always have like orange at the um at what is it called? Oh, the orange yeah, the orange one right by Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Yeah, what is that place oh. called? I don't know, but that I ha- I have so gotten the orange one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got it. I'll look up. And then um, that people don't think is good or don't think would be good, but is actually the best is if you go to the one in Disney Springs or anywhere that they have chocolate, which they have chocolate Dole Whip at Pop Century. If you swirl the pineapple in the chocolate, it is the best thing ever. Hmm. 
yeah, it's really, really good to know. I did really like the Peter Pan float. Um, oh, Sunshine, Sunshine, yeah, Free Sunshine Terrace. Free Terrace. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really liked the Peter Pan float that was in uh, la, 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 la. what was that part? Treats. Yes. I actually that. never trod that one, but everybody said that it was really good. Because that one, I think, had Sprite in it too. And yeah, it was a lime. I good. think. Yeah, yeah, lime, lime, and then it had a little chocolate feather on top. Did you ever eat the um, the tater tots at the Friars Nook? Yes. Oh, I had the buffalo chicken ones. Those mm. are so good. <laughs> yes. Okay, is, this is a bad conversation really to have right now. I'm so hungry. Like, I'm so hungry right now that this is like, I'm about to like go leave this episode to go get food. <laughs> I could talk about Disney food all day long. I didn't eat as much as I should have when I was there. Um, Phil knows this. I <laughs> ate a lot of pizza fari. And oh, I love yeah, pizza, pizza, pizza Fari is by far my favorite Disney restaurant. Oh, like hands gosh. down, serious. I would go, I would go there over a sit down place. Really, Pizza Fari is phenomenal, and I think that it had the best. I think Jeremy... that Pizza Fari specifically had the best food. Oh, okay, not counting bongos. Bongos doesn't count because <laughs> that's not Disney. But Pizza Fari had the best pizza. I, they also had the same pizza at Hollywood Studios, but it was not the Pizza Fari style. It was not the same. But you, you are you have a very unique palate. Like <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy picks some weird foods. Let's just say that. Going back to the Dole Whip, what would you say is a better like snack dessert than the Dole Whip? What do you like better? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, you're talking to me or talking both? To me? You get you oh. guys can both answer. You go first. I, I need love to think about the that. Mickey ice cream sandwich. People always think mm-hmm. that the ice cream bars are better, but the ice cream sandwiches are really, really good. The ice cream sandwich is the bomb. And I, I also saw that they started selling those at Target along with it, the bars. I feel like there's something that... Well, I love... We used to sell them at Tortuga, and now we sell them at the churro stand uh, in front of Country Bear Jamboree. Um, the Pepper Jack pretzels... They mm-hmm. have pepper jack cheese inside, and they're really good. And then there's a thing at the launching pad underneath the people mover yes. that is like a it's a cream cheese Mickey pretzel thing. It's so good. Hmm. Yeah, I am. All right, Jeremy, go ahead. Let's hear yours. Well, here's the thing. I'm not like a huge snacker when it goes when I go to the parks. What I do you prefer eat to then? I like I prefer to get like a meal like I don't really snack because I don't want to waste my money. Yeah, then you eat like half your meal. No, I eat the whole thing. But like I I always get I eat light though because I don't want to spend money. That's my, that's my thing. So like I'll get like <laughs> I'll get like the chicken nuggets and fries at like whatever, like the British Harbor, whatever that was called. Oh, um, Columbia House. Yeah, yeah, I go there. Now. Yeah, that's that's a good one. You're you're in there in and out too, which is nice. Yeah, it's um, always fast. And in the top floor, no one ever goes up there, so you get to go up there alone and eat pretty much. Yeah. Um, I um also uh, would say that I like nachos. Nachos are a good, easy, mobile meal. Um, and uh, what else would I put up there? I don't know. I where you get your nachos I, from? Oh, you know what? I really like. Joffrey's black iced coffee. Oh, <laughs> Joffrey's. <laughs> I could drink that. I could I could drink that all day. 
all day long, I tell you. Like, seriously, I'd, I'd go to the bathroom quite frequently, but, like, Joffrey's iced coffee. Joffrey, jo- send us a message. Where's Joffrey's outside of Disney? I've never seen one. I think it's I haven't either. Is Disney it only thing. in Disney? It's only in Disney? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I just always thought I never had seen one. Like Yeah, I thought it was like... World. I'll look it up. All right. Uh, while while Jeremy's looking at that up, we're gonna actually throw it to a quick break. Uh, but we'll we will be right back. So stay tuned, guys. What's going on, guys? Phil here again, back with another ad. This time we got uh, Magically by Molly, which she does magnets that are Disney inspired. So you got ones that look like Mickey Mouse, of course. How are you going to go wrong with that? And then you have other ones that are Disney snack inspired. So snacks that you can get in the park, like the Mickey ice cream bar. She got one of those. Um, Just so many different styles. And she's very creative with her designs. One of the things that she does is she hand designs all of her magnets. Uh, So most of the magnets you'd see out there are going to be digitally designed. That is not the case with Molly. She actually makes them all by hand. She takes uh, a lot of pride in in her craft as uh, an artist. And so make sure to go give her a follow on Instagram at Magically by Molly. No spaces. And check out her work. Her magnets start at just $6.99. And you can get some in different sets or anything like that. uh, That you can also get some that are a little bit larger. She can do just about anything. So make sure to go check out her Instagram and her Etsy. That is Magically by Molly. And we hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome back, everyone. Jeremy is still unable to find our answer, but he does say he has an update. Do you have an update? Update alert. (laughs) Um, so my update is that I'm still not sure back to you, Phil. No, cool. Uh, this has kind of turned into a little bit of a, uh, just food talk with Caroline, but, uh, I mean, that's all right. Never hurts to talk about Disney food. I have an update. Throw it to me, Phil. Okay, go ahead. All right. Here are the locations for Joffrey's coffee. You can get Joffrey's coffee at Epcot, Disney's Hollywood studios, Disney's animal kingdom, and, um, Contemporary Resort, Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. So it's only Disney locations. Oh, you went so through all Joffrey's those. Like a Disney brand? Like, do they own Joffrey's? I suppose it is. Just, it just doesn't search, give just the search Dis- Does Disney own Joffrey's? Just search that. I I suppose that could have been my first search. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, while, while Jeremy's looking that up, Caroline, do you know how many customers Pecos Bill has on the average day? I don't know, like, numbers, but last year we were projected to make $43 million in the whole year, and that's just, like, crazy to me. And then one one morning we were open for an hour, which, first of all, who, who eats Mexican food at 10 in the morning? But... <laughs> Um, we were open for an hour and we had already made like twenty thousand dollars. Like it's pretty populated all day. That's crazy. 
yeah that's great it's it's a big there's a lot of seating area though which is yeah we have which is good like five dining rooms i think yeah that's that's nice it's it's a it's a good choice to go eat because you'll always find a table and i love the the bar the topping bar nacho bar whatever you what's the what's the official name of it we call it the Fixins Bar. The Fixins Bar. <laughs> Fixins bar. Okay. You'd be surprised that... at the things you see happen at that Fixin Bar. Oh, uh, we'll get into that in a second. But Jeremy, uh, looks like he has an even more of an update on this. But yes, yep. we're so, we're going to get into that. I've got an update. So, uh, Joffrey's Coffee is based in Tampa, Florida. So their headquarters is in Tampa, and they specialize in providing high quality coffee. To businesses so it looks like they're not just um disney however i did a follow-up search joffrey's coffee was named as the official coffee of disney so that leads <laughs> me to believe that they're the highest grossing like um what, what would that be provider for um yeah, joffrey's coffee however they probably do provide it to some businesses to use but don't have stores so long-winded answer we're not sure <laughs> Starbucks is still in Disney World too. Yeah, it's it's weird that they have two different coffee shops. That is weird. Companies. All right, back to the Fixins bar. Back to the show. <laughs> uh, let's let's hear some of the craziest things that you have seen or heard of happen at the Fixins bar. Well, at the Fixins bar, there's um, I guess five positions. So, because you know how there's two different sides of it Mm -hmm. so on like on the inside of it you have to have two people back there who replace and like make sure everything's filled and everything you have a runner who has like this big cart it's like a filing cabinet almost but it's like a cart and you they run and get you what you need um, which sometimes involves like running down into the tunnels and grabbing stuff super quick and really, that, yeah, that always sucked because the elevator's slow. But <laughs> and then um, you have rails graders who there's one on each side, and as a rail grader, we keep one of the trays, like one of the brown plastic trays, on the rails, and we just follow guests through the line and scoop like the excess food that they drop. You scoop it onto the tray and you sweep and everything well I was a rails greeter um which I liked being rails because you got to greet guests as they came in and talk to them and get to know them and stuff and it was it was fun but I was scooping cheese off of the side of the counter where this person had spilled it and a little boy came and like slithered his hand through my arms and picked up a piece of cheese and put it in his mouth and (laughs) His mom just looked at him, like, didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, you might not want to eat that. And he, I don't, he just walked away. And so that would happen, which is really weird. And then when I was behind the counter, I saw a little boy pick up the spoon out of my sour cream and lick it and then put it back in the the thing. So I had to completely spoil that whole thing. I had to throw the whole thing away. Oh, so you guys, if you guys catch something like that, you do actually just throw it away and replace it? Yeah, because, I mean. Disney's so good about that. Well, we have uh, what's called TPHC, and it's everything cannot be out for more than four hours. 
So mm. we have these stickers that go, and we print them on a label maker in the kitchen, and they go on the end of each of the black pans. And by what color you mark and how many marks are on it, that tells you what time it was. Hmm. So you, we check them pretty often to make sure that they aren't out there for too long. And then like, if I have a bucket or like a, a pan of cheese, that's kind of getting low and I get some cheese out of the cooler. If they're more than um, those four apart, then we can't marry them is what we said. Like we can't <laughs> put them together. So you have to spoil mm-hmm. the old one and put the new one in. And it's, it's tedious, but it's a really good way to keep everything fresh and like clean and everything. Yeah, that's good mm. to know too as a uh, a guest. Yeah, yeah, very good. So, I mean, you you talked a little bit about the busyness of Pecos Bill and um how it it kind of is a front runner with Starlight Cafe for the busiest uh quick service place in uh Disney World. Would you say would you say Starlight Cafe or Pecos Bill is usually more busy? throughout the day or serves more meals last year i'm pretty sure we were the most uh we were like the busiest i think that cosmics is neck and neck with us mm-hmm. every, or at least that's what i was told when i started working there and we would but i mean it, it was it was rough sometimes because the the lunch rush would come in and it feels like everybody in the whole park either goes to pecos <laughs> or Cosmics for lunch and it's they're everywhere <laughs> it's so there's so many people there and it's so hard to just like you you kind of get in the zone because you're especially if you're behind the counter or you're a runner because I was behind the counter one day uh and it was the first couple weeks that I was working and it was a lunch rush and it was terrible and we take people's tickets and we mark them and make sure that they they've been checked and then we wait till it comes out of the window. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I had taken someone's ticket and marked it and I was getting their little side items together. And I just heard somebody go Caroline. And I looked up and it was somebody from my hometown. Like I didn't even notice. I looked them straight <laughs> in the face. Didn't even notice who they were. Cause you just get in the zone. Cause it does get super, super busy. That's, that's crazy. I, I don't think I, I didn't, I never saw anybody from my hometown besides family, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I was, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even <laughs> realize who you were. So, yeah, you one get really busy. Was, yeah, I was in, I was in a line one time, and uh, someone came from behind. Like, I, I was clearing out my photo pass line, and they were like, Jeremy, and I was like, yeah, because like you don't even think because like people can see your name tag. So like, I didn't even think like anything of it, and then I like looked right. up, and it was like three people from my high school, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Um, I went to a really small school though, so everyone knew everyone. But yeah, I get yeah, that. I, and I, was also, now, so. I was also gonna say, if it makes you feel any better, I was a um, uh, I was a Cosmic Rays person. I'd go to Cosmic Rays for lunch, so I wouldn't contribute to the rush. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I I go to Pecos. Like I would go on my days off just because I'm biased, but I loved it there, and their food is so good. The food is really good, honestly. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a you can kind of make it how you want with the fixins bar as well. Yeah, and I would so. always so that I didn't have to pay for a whole meal. Um, if I didn't, I really like their cauliflower tacos. Um, but if I wasn't gonna get those, I would just get a, a 
like side order of rice and a side order of beans and it was like half the price of a regular meal just to get those and then I would go to the fixings bar and kind of like make myself like a bowl you know how you do it at Mexican restaurants and you just get like Mm -hmm. rice and beans cheese and stuff and it was only like seven dollars as opposed to like 15 or 16 so that was my little like hack if i didn't want my cauliflower tacos (laughs) how about that that's That's a yeah that's that's a good way to do it that's what i did (laughs) all right so we are going to throw it over to our trivia so um trivia is usually pretty hard um i'll be honest i saw these three and thought (laughs) you know what Let's just do these. They're 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 pretty difficult, but I think you can do it. Okay. All right. Number one, which of the following is not a Frontierland attraction? Number one, Tom Sawyer's Island. Number two, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Number three, Haunted Mansion. Number four, Splash Mountain. Haunted Mansion. Ding ding ding. Correct. <laughs> All right. Which of the following is not a name for the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad train? You are darling, I am brave, you be bold, or I be good. Okay, wait, I know this one. (laughs) Okay, wait, say the names one more time. Okay, number one, you are darling, two, I am brave, three, you be bold, or... uh, was I doing numerically or alphabetically? Four, <laughs> I'd be good. Uh, it's I'd be good. It's not one, right? Dang. Correct. Yeah. Two for two. All right. So now let's seal the deal. Let's see if you can make it all the way through. Okay. What is the name of the boat the animals sing zippity doo in the big drop after, or like after the big drop in Splash Mountain? Is it Boatazilla? SS Briar Patch? Brayer Boat or Zippity Lady? I know this one too. Okay. Is it... Say say the last two again. Brayer Boat or Zippity Lady? Okay, is it the... Is it the SS Briar Patch? Ooh, it was a no. zippity lady. Dang. <laughs> Two for three. Nothing to be disappointed about, though. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, but, guys. Oh, sorry. Oh. Jeremy, you go ahead and do this Let's one. do it at the same time and see who they want to listen to. <laughs> um, All right. This time, uh, we got a new format a little bit. Uh, give you guys a little extra listening to some new ads. Uh, but we're going to take another break. So sorry to say that, but yes, another break. Um, and we will be right back. What's up, everyone? It's Jeremy. And today I'm here to talk about Bright Suns Co. So uh, Bright Suns Co. is a company made by Susie. And she makes a lot of ears. She has custom ears. I'm on her website right now. I'm looking at them. Um, she also has a lot of pins. Uh, she has earrings as well. And she also, um, it's super cool, she wanted us to tell you that she has Japanese exclusives, which is super awesome. Um, So I'm going to just talk about a couple of the ears she has on her website right here. Um, She has a Star Wars Knights of Ren Kylo Ren ears for only $25. Now, she sent us two pairs of ears, and they're custom ears. These are not your typical 
Disney Disney ears. These are very well made, very sturdy, and high quality ears. And for the price of twenty five dollars, you're getting a steal. Um, let's see. We're gonna go over to Mouse Ears. Um, she has her website very easily organized. You can order things alphabetically. Um, you can also go uh, best selling, price high low. So let's just go price low high. So you can get um, small red pom-pom ears for only $8. These are really good prices for awesome things you can be wearing in the parks. Now we're going to order by uh, the best-selling. So her best-selling ears are, oh, actually, the Mystery Mouse ears. So um, it looks like, I'm going to read the description on this. Um, you can get a surprise pair of ears, which is super awesome for only $15. And it's on sale right now from $25, which it normally is. So head over to... Um, Bright Suns Co. will, um, of course, as always, have it in the bio of the episode and check her out. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. What's up? We wanted to give a thank you to another one of our sponsors, Everything Mousy Pins. Everything Mousy Pins is a collector that's been collecting pins for over 15 years now. Um, they live right next to Walt Disney World, and uh, their store has a cheap selection of pins for beginners and rare pins for collectors. Um, something really cool about Everything Mousy Pins is... Um, they sell guaranteed authentic pins, so you know you're not going to be getting a fake pin through them. Um, secondly, they've been a pin collector for years, like I said, over 15, and they like to share their experience through um, pins on YouTube and on the online pin store. So um, they always do giveaways on uh, their Instagram, and um, there might be more information on their YouTube as well. So head over to Everything Mousy Pins. Um, of course, the information will be in the bio of the episode, and check out what they got. You will not be disappointed. All right, welcome back, everyone. This last uh, segment is actually going to be without Jeremy. He had some technical difficulties. For some reason, he couldn't hear us when we went to break. But uh, we're just going to finish it out with some Disney questions and uh, Instagram investigation. So going to go right into it. Um, so I checked out your Instagram, and okay. I, I, saw you went out, I saw you went to Universal and enjoyed Harry Potter World. I did. <laughs> Not going to say you're a traitor, but just putting it out there. Most people do. It's fun. <laughs> Do you do you uh do you enjoy Universal more than Disney though? That's the real question. No, I mean just I'm a Universal pass holder, so sure, yeah. But I guess for like no, I'd rather go to Disney. But if I'm wanting to like rod some rods, yeah, I'd rather go to Universal. But yeah. most of the time it's Disney because Disney, I don't feel like I even have to ride anything. I'll just go like I just like being in Magic Kingdom. I just like walking around. Mm -hmm. um, and talking to people and seeing my friends and stuff. So, no, I don't like Universal better. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're looking for thrill, Universal is definitely better to get to get that. Um, but I overall, yeah, I just enjoy being in the Disney parks more. Yeah. So, and then uh, another picture I saw uh, was you were enjoying the flower and garden uh, at. Epcot in the spring. Yeah, that was, that was when I first started my... Or no, it wasn't. That was at the end of my program, yeah. Okay. So do you... do you Are you a flower and garden or food and wine person? 
I've actually never been to Food and Wine. Oh, you're missing out. I know. I've been to Festival of the Arts and then um, Flower and Garden, but I've never been to Food and Wine. So. Oh, it's so good. They just like every country just has carts out and you can just get smaller sizes. So you're not paying a lot of money to just try some food from every uh, country. But yeah, it's so good. I like Flower and Garden from last year, the Violet Lemonade. Mm hmm that had the little like flower on it that they said was edible. And so we, uh, there's a video somewhere of me where my friend was like, do you want me to ask if it's edible? And then I just like <laughs> threw it in my mouth and everybody was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it tasted horrible. It tasted like a flower. Oh man. And that's the lemonade was good, <laughs> <laughs> but not the flower, not the flower. No, they said it was edible though. So, that's funny. Um, so one more question about your Instagram. Uh, the You had a picture with the infamous purple wall. And I was just curious, like, so I've never, I've never been one to understand what's the, uh, what's the fascination with the purple wall? What do, what do you like about it? And like, why do you, did you just have to get a picture there? Because it's like famous and everybody does it or why'd you do it? I guess that's why everybody likes it. Cause it just kind of became like a kind of a staple. But the only reason that I took a picture there, I used to not, when I was on my program for some reason, and I'm not this way anymore, but I used to hate taking pictures. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a picture by the purple wall. And, um, I was some, some people from home were visiting and, they were all taking pictures and they were like, Hey, let me take your picture. And so I had never gotten one. So I took one and then I ended up taking one with my mom, but I don't like have a fascination with it. I think it's cool that it's become like kind of as popular as it is. Cause it's silly. It's just, right. but, um, I think I have that one. And then one other picture, like, I don't, that's not, mm-hmm. I don't walk into magic kingdom and go, Oh, I have to go to the purple wall. Cause right. Yeah. <laughs> some people do. <laughs> Some people go there and take like a whole photo shoot. I'm surprised yeah. they don't have a photo pass photographer over there at this point. I n- I never thought about that, but yeah, that would. I don't know why they don't. Yeah, that would, that would kind of make sense. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that'll that'll kind of wrap up our Instagram investigation, and uh, on to our final segment, just our Disney favorite questions. So, starting it off. Uh, what would be your top three favorite Disney movies? No, it doesn't have to be in any particular order. Okay, good, because I don't have an order. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are we talking like traditional Disney movies or like can I throw Marvel in there too? It can just be a Disney-owned movie. Okay. Um, Captain America the Winter Soldier is in there. Hmm. That's the best MCU movie. I don't care what you say. Um, Wait, no, Spider-Man is. Wait, what no. in the world? Jeremy's back. I just I'm noticed back, that. Where did you come from? <laughs> what the heck? I'm back. I'm here. I figured it out. Oh my gosh, he's back. <laughs> I'm back and better than ever. That was that was creepy, honestly. That was. Cause I, was like, I know that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Hey, anyway, here I am. I don't want to interrupt the conversation, though. Um, we're, on the, we're on movies, Jeremy. We're on movies. Oh, okay. 
Um, I love The Little Mermaid. That's one of them, too. And then I guess, you know, like the original, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, the old one. Mm-hmm. That one, too. So those those are probably the three. That's Jeremy's favorite right there. I love Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I love Winnie the Pooh so much. Oh, I was like, who's calling me? It's <laughs> It's me, just getting you back on FaceTime. <laughs> Phil and I, Phil and I, run on FaceTime so we can see each other during the episode, just to help out a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, was wait, was that three or was that two? That was three. It was uh, Captain okay. America, Winter Soldier, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and The Little Mermaid. All right. Um, I. Uh, what is next? Favorite character. Um. See, I always get laughed at for this on my interview, <laughs> my DCP interview. I, I said, I know he's not traditional, but it's Bucky Barnes because I just like, I love him so much. But if I had to go traditional, I'd say Winnie the Pooh. So it'd be one mm-hmm. of those two. Um, wait, on your interview, they asked you your favorite character? Yeah, they asked me my favorite character and why. Um, I think so- that... I think they asked mine too. I I don't remember exactly. Oh, yeah, they didn't ask me that. Yeah, that was that was one of the questions that I heard people say that they asked, and they did ask me that one. So, I mean, I think you are you're. It's best to say a unique answer. Like, you don't want to just go in there and be like Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said because he's gonna be I my boss. Bucky, and then they asked me to say another one, though. I said. Said I know he's not traditional, but Bucky Barnes and I kind of just explained about how like everything he'd been through, like he's still standing basically. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, could we go for more of a traditional one?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, I just messed it up." <laughs> Sorry, who did you say your traditional was? Um. Well, I told it is really Winnie the Pooh, but uh, I had it prepared to say Anna because I talked about how um. She just never gave up. Basically the same thing as, as Bucky House. She had persevered and everything because I figured they'd like that answer. <laughs> That'd be really funny if they paused for a minute and they're like, so you're saying it's the same answer as Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I, I think it's, honest, honestly, for when it comes to your interview, it's better to have reasons for something like that than to actually pick your favorite. <laughs> yeah, because... If I would have picked a traditional, I probably would have said Winnie the Pooh, and like, I wouldn't have had anything to say about that. I just like him. <laughs> yeah, that's he, pretty much me too. I just like have a nostalgic pull to Win- him. Winnie yeah. the Pooh definitely has some of the best quotes in any Disney movie. Agreed, one thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I, just, I so, grew up with him. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, your favorite definitely. Disney princess. I don't know why I whispered that. I just I, something told me to do it. <laughs> Ariel's my favorite princess. I can't tell you why. I've just always loved the Little Mermaid, and she's my favorite one. I don't know. Did you watch the live action? I haven't watched the live action one. Oh, it was it was actually not bad. I I enjoyed it a little more than I thought I was going to. I thought it was a little strange. It wasn't because they only did the songs live action. Um. But no, it was still good. That was a little strange. Yeah, I, I wanted to watch it. I just didn't get to. I may look up some videos, though. Mm. I loved uh, 
oh shoot what's his name um john john oh yeah i loved shaggy as sebastian he he was so good to me i mean i know people said he wasn't very good but i thought he was awesome um but i also loved john stamos as the uh chef i bet that was good i didn't even think about that yeah it was it was awesome i'm eating ice right now if anyone if any of our listeners do that you're eating ice. I'm about to crunch it. Get ready, everyone. No, that's not good for your teeth. <laughs> it's <is> not. It's <laughs> good for my tummy. <laughs> All right. Uh, that sounds like n- a Winnie the Pooh quote. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Rumbly in my tumbly. Uh, so, another question is what would be your top two favorite Disney songs or soundtracks? Oh, okay. Wait. That one's kind of hard. I know everybody. Everybody's obsessed with Into the Unknown, and I'm not trying to be like basic, but I um I I am a singer, like I sing, and that's actually one of my practice songs because of the range. So I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. I bet you um, probably didn't do as well as Jeremy and I. Phil. I bet- no, <laughs> let me let me tell you what I had that I was on my way to go find it right now. Have you, uh, uh, Caroline? Have you have you heard our we Jeremy and I did an intro, uh, to Into the Unknown, for one of our episodes. We had the regular song play, and then in the chorus, we just Jeremy and I came in and started blaring out. <laughs> I'm going to find it right now. Let's just say it was amazing. I'm trying to think of another song that. Um, I'm just kidding. It was pretty bad. <laughs> no, I Carol- thought it was wonderful. Caroline, I'm a I'm a music student at school. Um, I'm also a singer. Are you an alto? No, I'm a soprano. Oh, really? Your voice sounds yeah. like an alto to me, but it's probably just the call. Yep, I'm a soprano. Or you're just not good at your major, Jeremy. Yeah, I should drop out. <laughs> I want to drop out. I regret majoring in music. Fun fact, <laughs> but that's all right. Why, like, why did you? What did you want to do? I wanted to do music ad, but now okay. I think my, my life has just, like, changed a lot. But I'm an English major doing English ed, so. I think, I like, I would like to be a teacher, but, like, I just don't think I want to teach music. Yeah, I thought about it, but I settled with English. I still can't I think of a second song that I like. <laughs> I guess... I guess part of your world from Little Mermaid. I'll, I sing that one around the house a lot. <laughs> so you'd say that's that's your favorite? Yeah. All right. That that that'll be it. Oh, guess what I found? That'll be the uh, oh. that'll be the ending yeah, to our show. <laughs> oh boy, you guys Wait. are gonna get to hear it again. Wait, uh, don't listen, don't listen. I have to hang up with you, Phil, really quick. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. All right. So here here we go. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Beautiful, Awful. beautiful. Hold oh, your wonderful. applause, everyone. Hold your applause. Wow. Um, yeah, so. I gotta um, say, easy, easily probably one of the most embarrassing things that I've done on this podcast. Oh, I. I was it was great. my favorite. I think the most embarrassing thing for me was when we tried to do our Facebook Live or whatever, and it was just oh, me. It was just me was in my brutal. bedroom, just like, <laughs> um, yeah, that was rough. But 
Uh, anyway, you said part of your world, so we'll we'll roll with that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're doing right. we're doing a new thing where we end with one of our guests' favorite songs. Right? Okay. We're doing that. Yes. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. So that'll be that'll be the ending to our show because we kind of already did into the unknown. So. Okay. Wait. I thought of another one though. <laughs> oh. This could be better. Uh, Happily ever after, like the mm-hmm. the castle show. Duh. Unfortunately, that was kind of just our last episode. Hey, we oh. could do the beginning though. We could do the beginning. Yeah, we we did the. Uh, it was our Bob Iger retirement episode, so we uh, played like the ending. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Uh, the ending monologue. Uh, of the fireworks so our journey comes to an end uh yeah yeah so um all right and i suppose to finish it off our oh wait well we have you do you play animal crossing oh my gosh (laughs) um i haven't in a while but i used to play it like all the time like used to live on animal crossing same and i am just so excited about the release of new horizon in march 20th Get it at a store near you. Available for pre-order now for sixty dollars. It's actually like sixty-four after tax. Jeremy's gonna um, fail all of his classes once this game comes out. I no, I I will. I will. I really will. Um, I love so that I'm, he's confident in that though. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be good. But hey, with my new degree, all I have to get is D's for my classes. So. Um, oh my god. Honestly. honestly. <laughs> uh, once I get out of here, it doesn't they don't care about the grades you got? They just want that degree. So. Um, yeah. The last question. So. Um, what is, in your opinion, the best queue at Disney World? So whether it's the shortest line, longest line, most things to look at, least things to look at, however you justify it as the longest queue. The the longest queue best or, like, best the best queue? queue? Oh, My bad. Stuff. The best queue. I Okay, I can't hear myself right now with these headphones I'm using, so it's weird talking. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. One of my favorite cues is obviously Flight of Passage. That cue is awesome. Um, but I think my new favorite is um, Smuggler's Run in Galaxy's Edge. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go yet. We have not, unfortunately. I was there in November. I haven't done Rise of the Resistance yet because um, it just opened. And I am going next week, so I'll get to do it. But the queue for smugglers run like the the wait time was an hour and a half but it didn't feel that way because we were constantly moving and there was stuff like going on in the queue so the millennium falcon also like obviously is right there and then you go on the inside where they're fixing another ship and it'll like spark every once in a while and like smoke will come up and somebody will yell something it's like almost kind of interactive because it just Hmm. moves so that one's pretty neat. And then um, I like the one for um, Seven Dwarves because it's got like the gems in the water and you can turn everything and make the noise and stuff. So, Oh, interesting. That's <clears throat> it's kind of interesting because we've generally had people say the opposite about um, uh, Seven Dwarves. Usually people are like, oh, yeah, I don't it's, like it's a controversial one. Well, I don't like to rot it because I don't, think that it's worth the long wait um i've ridden it one time in my entire life because i grew up with six flags and six flags i don't know if you guys have one close to you 
the roller coasters are huge. Like, mm-hmm. so Space Thunder and Mine Train don't do it for me because I'm used to huge roller coasters. So, like, Rock and Roller Coaster is pretty is pretty dope. But all the other roller coasters and Mount Everest, obviously. But the ones at Magic Kingdom just, like, are not my favorite. But I did think the queue was pretty neat the first time I went through. But I don't think it's worth the wait. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it is very lackluster. Um, the the first drop you go over, it's like, oh, we're going up, we're going up, we're going up. And then it's like, ding, 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 ding hi, ho. And you're like, yes, it's about to be crazy. And then, like, they go down one drop. And you're like, are you serious? Over. Yeah, it's really kind of like overhopped, and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very it's very um I like don't even know how to say it. I just like I just do not like that ride at all. I don't dislike it. I just I don't. I'm not gonna wait for it. Like that's I'm, like I'm small kind of a world. hater. I'm not gonna wait for Small World. Like that's stupid. <laughs> sure. Jeremy's hardcore I, hater. I yeah, I'm I'm hating pretty hard on this one right now. I, I I find that like whenever we have opinions, um, Phil's pretty nice about it. Like he'll say his opinion, and then I dig into it. Like, like <laughs> I'll be like, I hate it, and here's why. Um, yeah, you got to justify. That's that's true, I suppose. Um, well, I suppose that that wraps up the ending. What uh, when uh, this episode comes out, we'll have a new member of Cast Conversations. Oh yeah, we can't announce it though because it's not Friday. Oh wait, it, no, it will be Friday. It will yeah, be Friday. It'll be, it'll be Saturday. Oh shoot, Phil, do you want to do the announcement? I'll drum roll for you. Ready? Sure, sure. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the Cast Conversations team. Our social media manager, Anna Borders. She, uh, we we have decided to have her on. She was formerly on one of the episodes with Jeremy uh, in his photo pass talk and whatnot but yes so now all of our social media posts and things like that and whatnot you see will be uh hannah's posts and so hopefully it'll add a little more flavor to our social media yeah i'm sure we'll throw you'll you'll know when it's us you'll know when it's us. (laughs) yeah um it won't be as it won't be as uh flashy Yeah. yeah um but Caroline, thanks for being on. Uh, this is a fun episode. I'm glad that I could jump back in uh, towards the end um, and scare you both. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was super fun. We'll we'll link your Instagram in the bio so people can follow along on the Instagram investigation. Mm-hmm. And what is the first number you can think of right now? Me? Yeah. Eighty-one. <laughs> you guys are gonna have eighty-one days of magical. Thanks to Caroline. So um, thank you to Caroline. And uh, we hope you have a good rest of your day, everyone. Take care. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a... What's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, 
Turn! 